Hold up. Okay, I swear that door was closed earlier. So it isn't abandoned, Christina? Of course it's abandoned. If it wasn't, this place would look a whole lot better because a gay couple would have bought it already. Mm, true. Low-key, when you were doing your research on this property, how much does it go for? Steph, we are here on investigation, not house hunting. Um, this is a corner house, Chris, and it's got a wraparound porch. Hello, for our brunches together. Oh, I do want a mimosa, but we need to focus. Oh, yeah. Should we go in? I mean, we're already here. Might as well go deeper into the dark. Hey guys! Hey guys! Welcome to our podcast, Deeper Into the Dark, where two friends descend into true crime, the paranormal, and all things strange. It's Christina and Steph, and we're here with another episode where we're on 11. We're in double digits now. You know what that means. We're still not of age, but guess what? We'll get there eventually. We're a teen. No, we're not. We're 11. not even a teen, we're not yet. A teen yet. We're still 11. We're, we're at that age where we think our mother doesn't know anything and we know everything. We do. We know everything. We're basically a grown-up mom. Yeah. I'm grown. I can go to that concert if I want. I can watch radar our movies if I want. Yeah. Get what the time's mother. You were you understand. ever allowed? What? Were you ever allowed to watch rated R films growing up? Oh, absolutely. I used to masturbate <laughs> to a bunch of rated R films. <laughs> I mean... I used to polish my pearl to those movies. Um, I remember the first, like, steamy movie I watched was Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. Who's in that? Forgot who, but... It was hot. It was hot. And then, um... What was the other one? Or something else. I can't remember right now. Anyways, I've always been able to watch scary movies. Yeah. Oh my God. When I watched The Thing, 1984 is The Thing, I got so scared. I was um 13. Was it The Head? When I first saw it. No. Which one? It was... Um, the Fire? Yes. You, you, yeah. Do you know when the guy's like there and before they like and he blast like, him with fire and he makes that roar? Or he's like morphing from that human form to the dog form to... It's and like you the whole thing. See the, the long the thing. The thing. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> but you see like the long fingers on him and he makes that roar and he's like, ooh. Yeah. That shit. Nightmares. I legit needed my dad to take walk me to the restroom at thirteen <laughs> years old. As if this alien's hiding in the dark or some shit in my parents. I closet. mean, it could be one of your cats. Exactly. I was super scared. I, I remember when I watched it, the first thing I did was I looked to my side and I looked at one of my grandma's dogs and I was like, hell no. <laughs> you an alien. <laughs> and I'm like, you you better tell me if you changed. <laughs> hey, I watched out for you. You better watch out for me. <laughs> yeah, that movie fucked me up when I was younger. So yeah, if you guys want to know what's like my scariest horror film that I still think to this day is, it's 1984 is the thing. Because that movie messed me up. I hear that roar. It creeps me out. And I was reading notes on the director who was like, I want the sound to sound like... um." the roar to sound like an uh what is it an uh, acc- acc- accumulated sound mm-hmm. like of all the roars of all the other creatures from past planets that it's like destroyed or something like that hmm. and i was like you uh, creep me out <laughs> yeah i bet 
Let me see. The biggest one that, like... Really, like, messed you up? Yeah. Sorry. I know you're fine. I thought it was behind me. <laughs> I was like, fuck! <laughs> Something gonna follow me? Um, we're currently in the closet. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to our new studio, the closet. We have to record, because, unfortunately, it is beginning to be spring. I have lived next to a fucking pool, and now all the kids and their wannabe ghetto... Okay. All their kids and all their parents want to listen to rap and blare that stuff. And it's... On the speakers that are out there. And yeah, it's really loud. Surprisingly, my apartment is quite soundproof, but when the speakers, four speakers around the pool right next to you, I can't muffle that. It's too loud. Yeah. So we had to make the final decision to record in my closet. Back in the Ooh. closet I am. It's a, it's a first for me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Not a lot of room. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. When I grew up, I used to like have a little sanctuary in my closet. So oh yeah, used to it. yeah. She and it was like, way smaller. Up and it was like literally three fourths. <laughs> um, but yeah, my scariest movie or the thing that gave me nightmares because mm-hmm. it wasn't really a scary movie. So like, don't judge me, but it's that one Harry Potter that has the spiders. Oh, yeah. And um, then also Lord of the Rings with the spiders. I had nightmares after that. I I was like, spiders are going to eat me. Mm. <laughs> I have a, a horrible case of arachnophobia. So I was just like, I would literally wake up like, don't. <laughs> but other than that, I'm good. I laugh at horror movies. My ex got would be mad at me for that. He'd be like, why do you keep laughing? I'm like, because it's funny. <laughs> Get over yourself. It's funny. Yeah. I just, I love it. It's so hilarious. Especially, like, um, you know, the Freddy movies, how mm-hmm. he would kill them. I don't know why. Some of it was just funny. <laughs> I'm so morbid. I don't know. Any hooters. Uh, any hooters. <laughs> um, Sponsor us. I'm just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> Freddy. Daddy Freddy. Um, Daddy. I do have an obsession. It's unhealthy. Okay. I have a question for you and for the listeners to know. Freddy, Jason, Michael. Mary Kill, whatever. No, Fuck just Mary in Kill? general of the three. Which oh, I thought this would be fun. But you can do that too. I mean, Freddy, I prefer. But if we were gonna do, what was it, Freddy, Jason, or Michael? Um, I'd fuck Freddy. <laughs> I'd um, marry Michael because I feel like he'd be there as a protector for me at all, ever, ever, you know. And then kill Jason because he's ugly as fuck. <laughs> If he could die. <laughs> yeah. For me, I would kill Freddy, fuck Jason, and um, probably marry Michael. Why would I you would, fuck Jason? I would fuck Jason. Granted, his face is fucked as shit, but I feel like he's got a fat booty and he's got that big slinging I don't know. A, cock. A, a, apparently, because of your mug that you got... That ass, that voluptuous eye ass, was on Michael hey, Myers. Hey, he's got a big booty too, <laughs> so that's why I'm marrying him. <laughs> you want that cake to last? He keeps coming back. <laughs> basically, backing it up. <laughs> basically. Oh my gosh. So I don't know. So y'all guys, let us know who would you um, fuck, marry, and kill. You know what? We're gonna make a poll on yeah, our on account, and I'm pretty sure you guys are unaware, but I've had a few polls under there asking questions. But if you listen under Spotify. There will be a poll under there that you can ask, um, answer your question. I'm going to be, who would you choose? Freddie, Michael, or Jason? You'll see the question under there. 
let us know and it'll be open for I'll, I guess I could leave it open for about what two months mm. I mean even if we do end up getting like newer listeners you guys can always email us your answers and it will be hilarious because we'll be like what the hell are they talking about and then we'll remember oh my god that was from episode 11 we <laughs> <laughs> knew everything mother so if you're like listening to this and it's like two years later Go ahead and send us an email. <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid to answer. Like, if you, like, want to answer a question that we have from, like, episodes past and it's been, like, a year since we uploaded that or something or two years or whatever, do not be afraid because, hello, revisiting content is always fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, how have you been, Christina? No, I'm going to ask you. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad, my I bad. I always get asked. Okay. Okay, even though I know our viewers don't, how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been working, you know, getting with the groove since I'm done with my training at work. And now they're letting me off the whole kitty wheels, let me do my own thing. But it's still boring as crap. But whatever. You need something to stimulate yourself. I need something. I don't know. Something. But um, this weekend we went to the Ren Fair Sherwood Forest. And I'm just so jealous. Um, hello, you said you wanted your Saturday to relax, even though you ended up, uh, cleaning. Okay, if you told me we were going to the Ren Festival, I would have, hello, I've been to your house quickly. <laughs> but, yeah, I wanted to, like, catch up on, I don't know, sleep and just, like, just me housework, time. Just you? Yeah, because I already cleaned. Space. I cleaned the night before, because one of my friends came over and it forced me to clean, because... Um, I hadn't really been at my house because I was having car troubles, but I wasn't. I was, like, locked out because of the system. It was very weird, but it was all because of the storm. Anyways, so if that happens again, I'll know just to call the people mm-hmm. that I um, have my car with. But, um, yeah, I was, like, three to four days without a car staying at my friend Laura's, and I hadn't been at my house, and I hadn't been able to clean, so it just got, like, real dirty. And my friend was like, I want to come over. And I was like, give me like one hour. <laughs> Let me do the <laughs> like, clean. I like scrubbed and cleaned and I was on the floor sweeping all that. And then, um, yeah. And then I was just going to rest yesterday. But then I went over to my grandma's because I was going to cook us dinner. And I went over there first to do something. And she had like a pile of dishes. She's like, I just haven't had time to get to it. And I, I don't have the effort. And I was like, I got you, boo. And then I went, oh, I went over there to do laundry. But her laundry and washer were, like, filthy, so I scrub clean that, and then I did dishes, and then I put my clothes in the laundry, and while that was going, I was like, well, let me just clean, because I'm here waiting for my laundry anyways. Mm-hmm. So then I started, like, wiping counters, organizing. I was like, Grandma, do you need this? Just Not, the whole shabbat shablam. Yeah, I was like, this is our to-go box. <laughs> Here's your other to-go box. We're going to, like, fill this sh- up, and I'm going to take it to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, we are decluttering. And it was really funny because at that point, um, I was like, she has like four different sets of stuff. And I was like, Grandma, I could have had one of these. (laughs) I literally have been looking for bowls and plates and stuff. And you have a whole freaking set here that you don't use. (laughs) Oh, well, it's yours when you want it. And I was like, like, well, you know what? These are cute. I'm going to have to wait until I get a house. (laughs) Go with the breaking. So, yeah, we went to the Ren Fair and... um, well, if you were there, you would have seen some cute guys. There was a whole bunch of not cute guys, unfortunately. Um, yeah, a lot of fairies. And like I told you earlier, <laughs> there was this girl just like a bird, and she was in full character doing the little head bob and walk at the same time. While her weird steampunk wizard boyfriend was walking around. Don't get me wrong. I'm weird. I was that weird kid and whatnot. 
But when you're in character like that, and it's like, okay, we get it. But, like, come on. But someone yeah, was like... Be yourself for a little bit. Yeah, you can relax, because I'm sure that's going to get tiring, tiring and old. But um, <laughs> when people were like, oh my god, I love your outfit, she'd be like... <laughs> I'm like, crows don't make that noise, but okay. Was she, like, kicking around on the floor? Like, yes, like, and she was, like... Scratching or whatever. Exactly, yeah. and she would, like get really low to the ground like she was looking for something and she was pecking at the grass and her boyfriend kept walking and then he noticed that she wasn't next to him so he'd like oh watch her and then she'd pick up and i was like girl you were doing too How is he much still <laughs> well i would be so annoyed i'd, I'd be, be like, like babe get the fuck up babe i get it you're in character but please we paid for this experience and you're not making it you very be, slow <laughs> not for you to be a bird pecking at grass so, yeah, was that um, what are they called? Citatar? Was that half man, half horse? Um, was that guy there? Christina, he passed away four years no! ago. No, I saw him five years ago. Makes sense. That motherfucker was like drunk, had the biggest freaking beer belly. I was like, you're gonna have like liver disease. I think he died pass. of a heart attack. Unfortunately, yeah. I Dang. saw it on the thing. People are like, rest year? in peace, the centaur of Sherwood Forest. And I was like, I loved him because he was always so sweet. Even though mm-hmm. he was drunk, like I would be like, Bye. He was a little creepy with me. But at the same time, I was like, fuck it, six years. He's a centaur. Yeah. It's funny. I don't know. I was obsessed with him. I was like, oh my God, I love him. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wonder if I can away. find the picture. I have ta- I've taken a picture with him, but it may have been with like. Mm. My ex's mom's mm-hmm. phone or something. But, Dang. yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, poor dude. Um, I was expecting to see a whole lot more. There weren't that many uh, vendors. Like, there was a lot of vendors, but there wasn't, like, that we've seen past. Like, you know how both sides of, like, the trail would be filled up with, like, tents and stuff? There wasn't much on some sides. Or, Do you think it's because it just started? Yeah, it's barely the second week. So, maybe more people will be coming in. Who knows? That's why um, I like to go towards the end. Like, I like to go in April. Mm-hmm. Because, A, it's, like, not as hot and it's more windy. Mm-hmm. More cool. But, um, yeah, it was a really neat experience. Um, oh, my God. However, there was these three dudes um, walking together. There's this one dressed regularly. Like, he was a friend of them. But these two dudes were, like, in these leather loin cloths with, like, leather straps dangling down. And they were, like, six foot two, six foot four. Mm. And they have they were shirtless, pantsless, just in those leather loincloths with like these wolf realistic wolf heads walking around. They had like bulging muscles. I was like, Oh, I'm about to get railed by the pack. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but um they were so sexy, but yeah, it's cool. And they're really sweet because there's this little girl dressed like a princess reading a book and one of the wolf guys is like helping her read. He's like, see, that's a puppy. That's me. And she was like, oh, that's you? He's like, yeah. And I was like, aww. That's he, cute. Oh, some lady's going to get pregnant. <laughs> oh. Probably me. But he was really cute. And uh, they had banging bods. I was like, girl, I'm so... Mm-hmm. Like they had that big chest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, other than that, that was about it. I got my kettle corn, got my s'mores marshmallow thingy. Yeah, I don't remember seeing those s'more things when you were t- when you were telling me about it. They're all right. Low key, I can literally make them here. Anyways, <laughs> and then uh, when y'all guys did the jousting, you had a female jouster. Oh yeah, there was a. Uh, 
yeah, a jousting lady, a knight, a lady knight that was there jousting. Her name was Lady Eleanor. Her love. colors were black and yellow, and she love. was the symbol of the Black Raven. Or Hufflepuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, she was a pretty badass. Um, and who else was badass? Um, there was... Oh, there was an announcer person that was, like, keeping the show moving along and whatnot. And it was a trans person. <laughs> and, um... It was really cool seeing a trans person so much charisma. I was like, okay, keeping it going. And um, it was really neat seeing it and really good writer. And um, she had her corset on. She had her hair all long and flowy. She had her little um, hat that kind of looked piratey almost with a little feather plume or something. I forgot her name, but she was pretty bad. She was a badass. I was like, okay. But um, nice. it was really cool. Really neat seeing that. And um, it was hot. Lots of sand. Smelled like horse shit. Swamp water. The whole thing. Did y'all end up getting anything? No, Any unfortunately. Because, I mean, we did have money, but we didn't have that much money. Yeah. Because, I, I think mean, the only thing I was able to afford last time I was there, um, when you were with us, um, was a keychain that I ended up buying for my um, ex at that time. I was like, and that shit was expensive. It was real leather. So. But, um, yeah, we didn't get to get anything. Um, I mean, uh, but also there wasn't much out there that was interesting me. Like, usually. I really go for the food anyways. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to buy. Entertainment. There was like a wall shit. Like, you could put on your walls that I was like kind of interested in. But also I was like, I would love to support you, but. $300 $300 wall piece that's barely a foot wide and like whatever yeah, is no. not enough for me to pay that much. So, well, maybe next time when we go, you'll be with us and you can have fun, get you something to Yeah, I was eat, telling you, I want to dress up bowl. like a, a winched fairy whore. Whore. With my tits out and everything. You big boobies. <laughs> Your big old boobies. Glitter everywhere. My little elf ears. I gotta figure out how to get those. Basically. Just get those headphone ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Maybe some wings. Next Fair year, wings. hopefully, if I, I don't know, get off my lazy ass and actually do something about it, make my col- my outfit, I want to dress up like the plague from DVD. If any of you suckers steal that idea from me and you go to the Ren Fairy dresses as a plague, you better give me credit. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be really cool walking around looking like a You have to learn corpse. what she says though, so you can say it. I know. Um, so yeah. It'd be really cool. I want oh I would even want to get like an like, incense burner. Or just get like sound saved on your phone. I was thinking I them. could like do you know how they have like those Bluetooth speakers, put it inside the incense oh, holder. Oh, yeah. And have the music of the plague playing on it as yeah. they're playing. And then, and have then like, make that, that sound where she gets the um, liquid after you've cured yourself. And it goes like, mm-hmm. or whatever, and everybody can hear it. And I'm just like, watch out! Watch out! You're gonna get knocked out! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It'd One be... vomit, you're like, I'm dead. You down. So, yeah, it'd be really cool to have that. Because, like, I'm all about theatrics and a performance, so, like, I'd love to dress up like the plague and have, like, an incense coming out of my little incense burner with the speaker inside of it, playing my music and whatnot. Would and you just go with the original look, or would you do one of the mods where she's, like, a certain way um, or a certain dress? 
in all honesty, I would go with the original one because I feel like people recognize, recognize it more. But it'd be really cool if I could do one of the other ones, like switch it up occasionally or something. So if you sort. do that, I'll go as Michaela. Ooh, that'd be so cool. I know. Ugh, our ideas are going crazy. Anyways, um, how have you been? Good. You know, I already said it. I was cleaning. Week. Cleaning. I was cleaning, 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 sleeping. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Working. <sighs> I don't know. Like when I was talking to you about it, it wasn't very eventful. But, I mean, I've had, like, some moments where I was just like, oh, I'm excited for this. Oh, this made me happy. But it's not, like, something that I necessarily want to share. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's work-related or, like, I don't want people to be like, oh, she's talking about a patient. <laughs> so, don't want to upset anybody. So, I'm just going to keep it to myself. But let's just say I felt like I did some good deeds this week. Um, to not only my patients, but for myself. And then um, I'll elaborate later on when I can. Good for <laughs> you, love. Good for you. Yeah. But most of the time, it's just like, this week has just been going with emotion. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Nobody can complain about a decently calm week. Yeah. Should we get started? Yes. So, so I'm going to go first. Do we have a theme going this week? We do. Um, Stefan wanted to look into... What was it like? Scary, not scary, like uh, phenomenons that happen in like hospitals so, or like nurses yeah. or like doctors or just hauntings and stuff like yeah. that. And so he had a good idea that maybe I should look into um, some killers that are ner- healthcare workers. But before I talk about the worst, I did want to bring to light the best. <laughs> so of nurse care, of nursing care. Um, so I want to start off by talking about. Just a little brief thing. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about Florence Nightingale. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was a British nurse who she's seen as the founder of modern nursing for many reasons, but primarily for her views on sanitation, which reformed healthcare as we know it today. Yeah. I work in healthcare. And when I first started at my job, I was a bedside clinical assistant. And during our training, Florence was a big part of the introduction for that intro week. Mm-hmm. So we got to learn about her and what she, um, what happened during the whatever war she was in. Um, I forgot the name of it. It starts with a C, not Civil War. It was the one before in Britain, mm-hmm. in a certain mm-hmm. place. It's like CIM something. Anyways, um, it was like terrible conditions. Just to sum it up. Terrible conditions. She took... Uh, her and like 34 other nurses or whatever went and had the patients, the ones that were like, okay to, to help mm-hmm. completely clean the ward that they're staying at. Um, she introduced the proper like hand washing techniques, everything. And it reduced the amount of deaths that were occurring. Like cross contamination. Yeah. Sorts and just and like, in fact, cause they were having like, uh, they were, people were dying of stuff that they could have, that was easily, easily preventable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a big thing. So she ended up saving a, a lot. And it was like, I think the ratio was, um, there was two thirds less deaths and just a, when she first started alone. Um, so when she came back home to I think British, right? Yeah. Britain. Um, she got like a hero's welcome, but she didn't want that. She was very like, no, like I'm, cause she's always had a calling to be a nurse. So she's even like said no to suitors because she's like, no, 
this is my life. Like, I want to be in healthcare. This is my marriage. Yeah. Mm. And she knew that if she were to settle down with, you know, a husband, she'd have to focus on kids and all that. And she's like, no, I want to focus on helping others. So it was a big thing for her. Anyway, she, when uh, she came home, she didn't want that hero's welcome. She was like, I'm just doing my job. But they still, like, gave her money and stuff. And she ended up opening up her own um, nursing hospital. It ended up being, like, a board of nursing where she trained other nurses, nurses her techniques and stuff. And then um, she was, like, early, almost late 30s. She ended up getting, uh, contracting some disease or something like that. And she ended up being bedridden for, like, the remainder of her life. But she still worked her ass off while in bed in the hospital. And she was um, help, working with other people to reform even places like Italy and um, India. I think it was, not Italy. Um, India and other places from her, like, bedroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she ends up uh, passing away. And her final wish was, um, I just want close family. I do not want to be paraded. Um, on my death, and they uh, they gave her that wish. It was only close family members. They didn't make it like a national thing. So it was really good. I, I thought that was really cool when I was learning about it and uh, healthcare. And I think I wanted to bring up, that up because she is like a big part of who, you know, nursing is. But unfortunately today, however, <laughs> on this episode, I will be talking about how great healthcare workers are. I will be bringing alight a few of the worst healthcare providers in history. Um, but before I do so, I do want to thank, because it's a thankless job, I do want to thank everyone in healthcare that chooses to put others before themselves and continuing to choose every day to be selfless. It does take a certain person to do this job. And I saw it firsthand. Um, but with no further ado, I would like to start with a children's nurse named Beverly Hillett. I got my sources from a YouTube channel called Real Crime, but uh, Beverly barely got through nursing school. She was barely there. She had so many sick days because she suffered from Munchausen's disease, mm -hmm. um, where she loved the attention from healthcare providers when she was sick or hurt. And that's pretty much why she went into the profession that she did. With her barely passing, Beverly decided she should train as a children's nurse. At first, she was denied by the board for lack of experience with sick children, but she was able to get a job on Ward 4 of Grantham Hospital because of their short staffing. Mm. It was a big problem back then. I mean, still is today. But When Beverly started, there was an outbreak of hyperglycemic cases, which they were never have seen that before, and it made the unit extremely busy. With every attack, Beverly was first on scene, which made her, um, which made her send her, ugh, which made her, made her feel good, and she loved the attention she got from the family, being the ones there, mm -hmm. trying to save their kid, and all that. So the family would be so grateful. When the staff decided, uh, something was wrong, they contacted the police, um, during their investigation, they found that Beverly was at the center of each death. When questioned by police, it was no different um, to police than it was like talking to any other nurses on Ward 4. So they couldn't like go, oh, something's wrong with this girl. They were all saying the same thing, doing the same thing. But Beverly spent her whole life lying, and this interview with police was nothing different. 
the police kept or the hospital kept blood samples from all the children that were and they were discarded every three months they were they sent those samples the recent ones from the deaths and stuff from those children out to be tested where it was found that one of the little boys who's five months old died and his blood uh, sample was tested and they found that he had over 47,000 insulin units the normal baby body um, holds about 500 holy shit yeah that's a lot so that showed foul play I would say <laughs> completely <laughs> for the other victims it was a little diff it was different things like high potassium etc so she was not only using um, insulin she was using other medications as well um, during investigation within the hospital they found a pattern with these children with Beverly being present each during each case on May 21st 1991 Police arrested Beverly from her home. Unfortunately, police could not get enough evidence to convict her, so they had to release her. She goes back to work, where the same pattern is happening again. So by the time she was in police custody, nothing was happening. As soon as she gets released, she's back. People are dying. Again. The spikes are going up. So Beverly is arrested again. And this time, she was arrested, tried, and found guilty for 13 life sentences from thir 13 babies that she's killed. And she never once showed remorse for what she did. She became eligible for release back in November 2021, so recently. And she was she is currently detained in Rampton Secure Hospital at Nottinghamshire. Nottinghamshire. So she was pretty much released from her prison sentence, but she was found like insane in mm -hmm. a type. So they were like, we're just going to put you in this hospital. Okay. So she's still alive living there today. Today? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause she, um, she was arrested in 91. It was a year before me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that was 31 years ago. Wow. And there are a few more healthcare providers I want to talk about. And for their information, for the next people, I got it from a website called AmongMen.com. Uh, so next, I want to talk about Charles Cullen, which I first heard about him. I haven't watched it yet, but there's a docu-series on Netflix, and it has the guy who plays um, Fantastic Beasts. What's his name? Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. He's in it. Um, he, he's the one who plays Charles. I haven't watched it yet, but I knew about it. And so when I saw his name on here, I was like, oh, I know you. <laughs> so Charles Cullen was a nurse who killed by also administrating lethal overdoses of medication, such as insulin, digoxin, uh, epinephrine to his patients. His first murder was in 1988, and he continued to kill for the next 15 years until he was, he was arrested in 2003. After his arrest, he claimed he killed to prevent patients from suffering but many of his patients were on a track to full recovery. Investigators believe this motive, this motive stems from Charles's own mental illness. Even at a young age, he had attempted to commit suicide numerous times, especially after the death of his parents, uh, both separate times in his life. First it was his dad, and then like years later it was his mom. For how his dad died, his mom was a terrible car accident. 
Besides that, he, on many occasions, when someone left him or he needed attention, he would take bottles of medication and ended up in the hospital or, well, the hospital and then a psychiatric facility. And he was still a nurse throughout this entire time. They would still rehire him, no question. Wow. Yeah, because they were short-staffed and stuff. During Charles's long nursing career, because it's 15 years, mm -hmm. many of his co-workers suspected him of murder, but hospitals chose to fire him or ask him to resign rather than contact the police. And I didn't write it in here, but the reason why they do that is because they don't want lawsuits. Because mm. then... Not only will that case, but every case that he's been around, every child, and it's bad, like, publicity for that hospital. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want to do it. They're just like, go somewhere else. Resign. Mm -hmm. Or we're just going to fire you. So would you say that um, he was, instead of him doing the, like, trying to kill himself, he would think, well, if I can't relieve my own pain of suffering and whatnot and killing myself if i can't succeed in that maybe i can succeed in relieving other people's pains is that how he was looking at it so the way i see it i don't think i talk about it here but the way i see it is he wants that attention that love and so i feel like when he killed those patients and he can watch the family's reaction it's like stuff he wanted is what i'm for thinking. himself Ooh. yeah because he's all like he was fine when he was in relationships he didn't kill nobody it was soon as they broke up with him or lost interest or whatever, he was acting out. He was trying to kill himself. He being psych ward. I mean, not try. He would, he knew what to do where he ended up just going to the hospital. Like he's would take pills, go to the police station to like be dramatic about whatever. <clears throat> and then, um, Such he ended up call. passing out and going to the hospital. He would go to work, pass out. Um, yeah, go to the psych ward. And they were knowing he kept going to the psychiatric facility, but they still would... They At one point, one God. of the hospitals even asked him, hey, when are you coming back to work? While he was in the psych ward. Yeah. That's crazy. That's how so they couldn't they even revoke his license? That's the thing. I don't know why they didn't, um, but I think part of it was because then the hospital would be under investigation because you'd have to reason to invoke, um, to Make remove him. Just be like, uh, we're revoking his license because of, I don't know, something weird. So what ends up happening, um, I don't talk about it here, uh, for him, but, um, he ends up having to go to a hospital that's outside of his state, so it's like Philadelphia or something, um, and after he does that one thing, so when he goes to a different state to Philadelphia, I think it was, or Pennsylvania, I can't remember, whatever, it starts with a P. <laughs> after the first, um, incident where... They suspected that he did it. Mm -hmm. Immediately brought it up to the board of nursing, got his butt fired, and um, ended up starting the whole trial and stuff. So it was the state he was in that didn't do anything, but the next state did. Mm. But anyways, because of this negligence and the fact that they were, were and still nationally, there's a, a nursing shortage, Charles continued to find work and continued to kill. It got to a point that Wherever Chris would uh, be hired, the nursing staff would protest and fight to have him um, fired from their hospital or not be hired at all. It was really bad. Charles eventually confessed to murdering up to 40 patients, but authorities believe it may have actually been uh, around like hundreds more. Like they were thinking like two, three hundred. Mm -hmm. 
So the reason why he ended up um, confessing was because he ends up getting really close to this one nurse in the Philadelphia one. Mm -hmm. And this is where the TV show comes from Mm -hmm. uh, because they talk about it on the TV show on Netflix. So he really likes this girl and she plays a trick on him because she knows she could feel he's guilty. She goes to the police station when he's detained and she was all like, um, you have to tell them everything because they're going to try to, um, I don't know why, but I'm here too. Like they're going to, um, put me in jail and blah, blah, blah. So he immediately, like when he heard that, that she was going to be hurt or, or like arrested, he was like, I'm going to confess to everything. This is what I did. This is how I did it. And he just like blah, 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 blurted everything. So I was like, go girl. Dang. <laughs> she used it. Hey, he manipulated people thing. into death, so... Yeah. So, um, he was sentenced to life in prison for 11 counts. And, um, it was part of his uh, plea deal, so he Hmm. didn't get, uh, the death penalty because he pleaded uh, guilty. If he pleaded not guilty and they went to trial, uh, then he would have... another thing. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been, like, a whole, like, probably 11 counts life, like, uh, was it, uh, sentenced to death or whatever, but he got, um... 11 life sentence so you ain't going nowhere nope um and to this day he's still working with authorities to identify more of his murder victims dang yeah still mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like and case number <laughs> 125,165 <laughs> um the next provider is a doctor Ooh. so we have done two nurses children's nurse a regular nurse and now a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he is currently the only doctor in Britain's history to be convicted of murdering his own patients. His name is Harold Shipman. Shipman. Mm-hmm. When I first said it, it sounded like Shipman. Shipman. <laughs> he was found guilty of 15 counts of murder, but authorities believe he killed closer to 250. The primary victims were usually elderly women. Mm-hmm. He killed over a span of 20 years. It took um, reports from multiple people that he worked with, including um, that he worked with and took care of, like patients wise, Mm -hmm. including the daughter of one of Shipman's patients who believed he had falsified her mother's will. And this all led to the arrest in 1998. Yeah, it was big. Harold uh, would inject a lethal dose of diamorphine, signing their death certificates, and then forging their medical records to make it seem like they had been in poor health to avoid suspicion and autopsies. After, Even after his sentencing, Harold never admitted to his guilt. He committed suicide in prison in t- 2004, only four years into his life sentence. There was a two-year-long investigation of all the deaths certified by Harold this leading to a number of changes to standard medical procedures in the UK, including drug dispensing and death certification policies. And unfortunately, there are tons of stories like the ones I shared today, but these are the ones I chose to cover. And if we ever do a nursing one again, I have a whole, whole bunch more because there are tons of more evil people out there in healthcare. Uh, next time, whenever we cover these again, you should totally do a deep dive in that last one. The Harold Shipman? Oh my goodness. If I remember correctly, the story of how everything happened in place and from like him forging the will to how the daughter was going through the stuff and she like 
notice like yeah, she's she like went, that's not my mother's signature yeah she went I, deep like if i ever have a kid mm-hmm. i want her to be like that i like, was like i was reading the story and i was like damn you should totally cover this yeah because i've there's I, this, usually i don't really care about angels of death that one when i was listening to it i forgot who i think it was uh last podcast on the left they did that story really good justice so i i will send it to, the link to you for okay. that one yeah, because his it. was really good, but... Oh, my God. When I was writing it, like, I did start going at it, but I was going, like, three, almost four pages, and I was like, this is going to be a separate one. It's <laughs> yeah. just going to be, like... I wanted to carry... Just a quick there was summary. This, this person, and then there was another nurse in Germany, and this one was recent. Mm-hmm. It was a recent story. And uh, his was really in-depth, but it's still technically, I think, still ongoing. So mm-hmm. I was like, I can't talk about you yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. So I may do his and then Harold's. Because Harold's is so cool when i was listening to it i was like holy crap this is like giving me like investigator vibes and i'm mm-hmm. really obs- I was, it was really entertaining i really like that one so you'll definitely have to n- not to make it seem like a story like sorry to the victims but like it was really interesting how that story went so i would suggest that one for me personally anything for you baby but um yeah that's it for me. Oh my god, that Until is next time. so crazy. Oh, that's so scary too. I don't want to be in a hospital. I know. I will say, um, especially at night, um, people, because you know, I, I've been in hospitals. I've worked in hospitals. I've done night shifts. People will be asleep and they don't know who the freak is coming into their room. And they come and they look at your IV all the time. Either it's beeping or whatever. They could be like sneaking. Anything in there. into your... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And half the time you don't even... Like, you're not even awake for it. Because you're... And not a lot of people had... Especially with COVID. Not a lot of people had people at bedside with them. Mm-hmm. And these people are knocked out from meds. So, they're very vulnerable. That's, it's very scary. That is scary. Because these are people that you, like... Mm-hmm. You want that lady doctor to be watching you who... Beverly, yeah. But you might just get somebody who's just there for a check. Or their personal gain, or their own yeah. twisted wants and whatnot, and it's you'd hate you don't want anybody to be that victim. But unfortunately, these things. I do know. Happen. I have worked with some nurses that were there just there for their paycheck. They were the most laziest people ever. They would literally sit on their computer and do nothing. They were always behind on meds, or they would push it on to another nurse. Like, oh, you give four twenties, thanks their meds for eight o'clock. You're like on it's their way 12. there. It's twelve. You want to give their 8 o'clock meds now? Yeah, they were asleep earlier. And that's another thing, too. Like, the biggest thing. Oh, they're sleeping. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. There's sometimes where they should be having their sleep and stuff. But they're going to wake up in so much pain. You might as well just give them their meds and let it continue to kick in and let them still feel sleep good. through it. Yeah. <laughs> Not wake up in terrible pain and then mm-hmm. their meds aren't even helping because they're suffering. Anyways. Another thing that I really loved, which I'm excited to hear from you, is a lot of the patients I would get that would be um, knocked out with anesthesia and come back, swear they all had the same story about um, little kids that they saw Mm. and other, like, figures and stuff. And so it was very weird. It was at, um, because I, you know, I work at, I worked at Dell's Seton Medical Center, UT, Mm -hmm. but previously it was called Breckenridge Hospital. Oh, I so heard a lot about Obrecht. that. And that's where everybody was seeing. They were seeing the same um, two little kids, and it, sometimes they'd be running around or right in front of the patient, 
and then always like this elderly guy or this elderly woman and my patients would be like freaking out like can you tell those kids to stop running and i'm like sir there's no kids like yeah they're right there it's a little boy and a little girl and you're like this is what they're wearing and i would hear it from so many people and i'm like oh my god we're haunted this is getting too real yeah so i'm (laughs) excited okay i'm excited because i know it's a thing and i'm totally here for it i totally believe it let's do this okay so, in theme of today, I scoured the internet for some ooky spooky nurse or healthcare worker tales. My sources are www.thegypsynurse.com, www.reddit.com. Oh my god! And hey, nurses don't have a website, so I believe these stories more so than just your basic user. And Did you www. deep dive into making sure that this Reddit user is a nurse? <laughs> yeah. I did not. (laughs) And www.nurselabs.com. Okay. So, um, these are just a bunch of stories that people sent into these websites. So it's not like connected of any sort. It's just these stories that I read that I thought were really ew. Ew? Okay. So. Like chills. Give them to me. Let's go. Okay. So this is from a user or person named Courtney. I was working in an ICU. I had a patient who would only repeat what was said to her and was with her all night. One time I went into the room and she started telling me all the ways she died. I died because of a narcotic overdose. I died because I took too much insulin. I died on a sunny Sunday afternoon, etc. Then later she looked up at the ceiling and said, they're all still there. I ran out of that room as fast as I could. Another time, I had a blind patient who kept asking me what time it was all night long. One time, I went in to check on him, and he says to me, It's the witching hour. It was 3.33. I walked out. I'd I'd quit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. This is from Kaylee. I worked at an LTC facility as a night shift aide about 14 years ago. I worked a hall that I had never been on before. It was like 1am. And I saw an elderly guy walk out of a room down the hallway and leave the facility. I went to that room and the resident was awake, asked her who she was talking to, and she told me her husband always comes to visit her late at night. I went to ask the other aide on the floor about it and they told me the resident was 102 years old and her husband had been dead for like 20 to 30 years. Swear on my life that it was an actual person leaving that hall. I could even describe his outfit and hat. Needless to say, I didn't work that hall much anymore. I wouldn't either. (laughs) I would have (laughs) quit. Okay, this is from Karen. Oh my gosh, Karen. Spelled with an I. K-A-R-I-N. Okay, she's okay then. She's Corinne. She's Corinne. (laughs) Back when I was a PCA, I worked at Mercy Hospital in the Mount Airy, yeah, which is no longer there. We always had odd stuff happen, but the best was one night, we got a random call upon my unit. I had worked on the fifth floor, the telly side. The other side was oncology. Shout out to telly. Yeah. (laughs) And I got a call from a room on the floor below us. The thing, though, was, on the fourth floor, that site had been closed for a long time, and there was no one down there. The other side was a small rehab, 
So, we get this call. No one is in that room. So I and a few others go down to that side of the hall. We find the room and we walk in to find no one there. It was being used for storage and there was no call light or phone in that room. No one could explain it, other than that we had call lights that would go off when no one was in that room. We just figured it was ghosts. I mean, yeah. Yeah, a dead ghost that died in that room. <laughs> he wants his pudding. He wants his pudding. And his jello. Give me my jello. Or give me my jello. Okay. So this is from user dateho618. Dateho? Yeah. Oh, dateho. D A D E H O 618. So, this happened before I became a nurse. 618. Spells 69. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> daddy Ho 69. Oh my god. <laughs> Someone likes their daddies. Hey. Hey, daddy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Dang, you nasty. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm had it in a minute. <laughs> I'm deprived. Okay, going on. Okay. So, this happened before I became a nurse. My sister was in a car wreck and was in trauma ICU for a couple days. So, I stayed with her in her room overnight. To help if she needed anything. At about 3 a.m. I go downstairs to get a drink. It was in like a five-story hospital. Anyways, I came back up taking the stairs for the exercise and come out into the hallway. Of course it's quiet and coming down the hall towards me is an old lady. 70-ish and she's and she is wearing the old school uniform, nurse uniform. White shoes, white stockings, white dress. But most importantly, other than your graduation photo or on Halloween, have you ever, have you ever wore that old-timey white nurse hat? No. But this is the kicker. We're headed right towards each other. We are definitely going to pass each other. As soon as we are side by side, she smiles and says, Your sister is going to be just fine. Or, that's how I pictured in my head if she sounded. <laughs> I speak with a British accent. And keeps walking. Suddenly, it hits me. I have seen this lady before. When you walk into the hospital, her picture is in the main hallway, beside the picture of the doctor that founded the hospital. Her picture, her picture is so distinct, distinctive with her white outfit and white nursing hat. I'm finally piecing it all together as I slowly walk towards the entrance to the TICU. I look back, but of course by this time she is long gone. I didn't know what to think. I'm starting to freak out. Did what I think just happened really happen? I walk into the TICU and see my sister's nurse. She looks up at me and says, You look like you've seen a ghost. And I respond, I think I did. You know that picture of that old nurse down in the main hall? I swear, I just saw her in the hall and she talked to me. The nurse starts laughing and I'm feeling a little hurt. <laughs> you didn't see a ghost. That is Miss Such and Such. She was just in here talking to me. She's been with the hospital for X amount of years, been retired for 10 years, and still volunteers 12 to 14 hours a day here, and still wears <laughs> that same nurse outfit that she has worn since the 50s. <laughs> oh my god. I That bitch needs to upgrade her wardrobe, because I would have thought she was a ghost too. <laughs> I had to include that one in there. <laughs> That is so hilarious. Good. I would be, I would come in there like, I, uh, 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 I just saw a ghost. I need to leave. <laughs> be like, how old is she? Are we sure she's, she's not a ghost and you were all just hallucinating the same ghost? 
I wonder if she went and told that nurse the story. Oh, I know. And she's... <laughs> She'd be like, I ain't dead yet. <laughs> that little bitch. <laughs> I'm a fucker of pussy here and get talking shit about my outfit. <laughs> Aretha Franklin gave me this or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would not wear that freaking outfit. I, I would be scared. I would be giving my patients heart attacks if I walked in that in that outfit. Have so your hair all like fifties pinup style too in that? Oh, that'd be so cute with that bright red lipstick. Just all <laughs> some nurse ratchet shit going on right now. Oh my god! Imagine walking down the hallway and seeing someone dress up like the sexy nurse come out of. Oh my gosh! Sister, like I just boob. did the sponge bath. Your sister's gonna be a fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that clearly isn't a ghost. I think I just saw a porn star. <laughs> oh, oh, no, man. she's a nurse. She's just going to her day job right now. She was night shift. She didn't do laundry, so she had to get... <laughs> yeah, she went in the best that she could. No, at that point, I ain't going in that outfit. I'm coming in PJs. <laughs> I'll get some scrubs at work. Okay. She's... <laughs> I had to include that. I thought that was That's so hilarious. cute. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this comes from the user, the Mighty Goat Man. My mother trained as a nurse at the old Westminster Teaching Hospital in London in the 1950s. On one of her first night shifts, she was doing rounds in the children's ward. Everything was fine. All the kids were asleep, but in one of the rooms, she found the sink faucet running, which was a bit weird because it had been fine when she'd been by a few minutes before. She figured that one of the kids had gotten up and been thirsty or something, so she just turned it off and carried on with her rounds. Mm. When her shift was over, she checked out the matron who asked if she had anything to report. She said there was nothing except that someone had left a faucet on in one of the rooms. The matron looked horrified and gasped out loud, oh no. She then explained that the ward was haunted by a ghost which washed its hands, leaving the faucet running. Whenever this happened, it meant a child was going to die. My mother laughed this off, pointed out that none of the kids in the ward were seriously ill, and went home. When she came in for her shift the next evening, she discovered that a previously perfectly fine child in the room had had a sudden seizure and died only a few hours after she'd found the open faucet. Uh, no. Uh, I would not go to that hospital. They need to, uh, they need to, like, let us know who died... <laughs> Or if there's any hauntings at hospitals, so I just don't go. Mm-hmm. Because I could not. I was reading the comments under this one. I was like, ooh, that's spooky, and people were replying to it. And someone did something very funny. Or mm -hmm. not very funny. They said something very logical. They're like, low-key, it probably wasn't even a ghost. They're like, if you think about it, they're like, there's a lot of poisons that make people react like seizures to death. Y'all could have had someone dying, like killing off kids. Y'all didn't do a nurse check or anything like that? And the person's like, ooh. I mean, yeah, I covered a girl Hello. that poisoned her. Healthy babies. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. This could relate to Christina's. I can see Beverly turning on the water before she goes and kills a child. <laughs> to blame it on a ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Okay, so this comes from Middle Earth Gardens. User Middle Earth Gardens. Um, RN to ICU to CCRN. I don't know what that means, but they have that there. That's their uh, title. Okay. So, I had a patient who was CMO and quite obviously very close to dying. CMO. Um, 
I can't think of it right now. Okay, so... Critical something-something. Oh, okay. The week before, my best buddy, Cat Pippin, had passed away. And it was, and I was pretty broken up about it. Still. That being said, I walked into this patient's room. And she said, oh, you brought your kitty with you. I blink at her and say, what? Mind you, this is the first time I had had this patient and I hadn't discussed my cat with her. Having cats, or even liking them. Her reply, your kitty, it's right by your foot. I get that frisson, that momentary shiver in my soul and ask just for kicks. Yeah? What color is the kitty? She says, black with some white. Pippin was a black tuxedo cat with white paws and a white bib. The patient passed away that night. Mm, yeah. People who die usually see ghosts. So, yeah. And, um, that's just a few of the stories that I found together. But you were saying that they were kids? I was reading another story... I didn't put it in this list because it wasn't that interesting. But like you said, there are people that are always like, um, can you come get the kid that's playing in here? Or like, why mm -hmm. is that little girl in the corner staring at me? And there's this other story that's really big that I saw for in Austin. There's like this infamous ghost in one of the hospitals called the Grey Lady. She always helps out with people like who can't reach the call button or who helps their passing or they're like who's the lady in the veil and the patient passes away a few hours later or something like that mm -mm. so yeah i wonder if she's at that brackenridge hospital maybe you said it's in austin mm -hmm. probably has to be i wonder if it was the hospital before brackenridge oh probably were the um sisters of whatever uh charity or whatever mm -hmm. where they started off at because there was a hospital before our hospital. Mm. But it was down, I think, 38, no, some some street. Mm. Anyways, they had a picture of it at our, at our hospital. And it was, like, where it was founded. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Looked like a brick old building. So I was wondering if you have had any weird paranormal experiences being a worker in the medical field. Aside from that one where the patient's like, who are those kids? Get them away from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, a lot of the time, because, uh, you know, I was on a floor. We were kind of a catch-all. Um, we primarily had broken bones, uh, diabetic patients, and burn patients. But we would have your occasional schizophrenia because uh, they, you know, have head trauma or whatever. And um, I did have one that that freaked me out. Uh, because I literally had a patient pass and then, uh, the day later I'm talking to my, uh, patient that does have schizophrenia and he had never been out of his room and he, uh, was saying like, this lady is following you. And I was all like, no honey, it's just you and I. And before I would try to correct the behavior and if I can't, I just go with it cause you can't, you're, like, oh, you're just going to anger yes, them. Sir. So I just go yeah. with it. And so, um, I was like, no, honey, it's just you and I in this room. And he, and he was like, you're not listening to me. She's right there. And he was getting mad. So I was just like, F it, I'm just going to go with you. Cause it's three o'clock and I don't have time for this. So I was like, oh yes. I was like, um, what is she wearing again? Like, I just wanted to start a conversation with him. 
and he was just like, well, she's wearing, um, this, um, sweater with this crochet thing. And he's like literally saying everything about this patient. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and he just like keeps going. And this was, uh, my first death. This woman, she was my first death. And, um, I literally just like when we were cleaning her and stuff, because we have to clean them after they passed. Um, I freaked out because she did the death rattle, which, um, it's like where they're, there's still like a little bit of air or whatever and it escapes, mm -hmm. which she also shitted. Um, but I freaked out because I'm literally staring at her, like washing her hands, like giving her a bed bath. And then all of a sudden I hear her going, <sighs> And I was like, she's alive! She's alive! We gotta start now! And this other CA, she's been there for so long, she goes, no, no, honey, she's she's gone. She's gone. And, and I was, like, holding her, and she, like, pooped everywhere. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. And then it was just like a... Like she went limp. Like, like it was just an escape mm. um, of whatever was left in there. And I was, like, freaking out. And uh, my patient was like... Yeah, she's following you. She's just, she keeps patting your shoulder. You don't feel anything. And I, I couldn't. Um, I was like, okay. I was like, well, that's very nice of her. And then it hits me later. I was like, I wonder if she was like telling me it's okay. Cause I was freaking out. Um, well, maybe like, she's trying to be like, Hey, stop. Cause she was like really nice. She was a really nice uh, little lady. Um, I had a few conversations with her, but I didn't like click. Like, uh, like I usually like, like cater. Close. Yeah. Uh, there's some patients I got really close with, but her, I was just really nice. I was kind of close to her daughter, but, um, it did make me kind of sad because, um, do you think you, okay. From an occult perspective, do you think you, um, held on to her? I, I think it was more like, um, I didn't know what to do. It was my first, um, I didn't know how to feel. Um, so you didn't know how to let go. Yeah. And I had, there were, and I just got done comforting a nurse that literally took care of her for the entire time she was with us, which was like three weeks and she was primarily hers. So she took it really hard and she was obviously the nurse that was there that day. And, um, we, we walked in, found her and, and called the code cause she was unfortunately, uh, she was full code. Um, I think once you're a certain age, she shouldn't be cause it's just, we were, I, I just remember cracking her ribs. Um, I was comforting her and I like was very sad because I'm a very empathetic person, but at the same time, I'm like, I didn't really get that bond with her and I'm, and I didn't really understand it. It was, you know, this was my first healthcare job. Like, it's really sad to lose a human, but I was just like, I don't know how to feel, but I kid you not when I went home, when I went home, it hit me. I could not stop crying and I knew I had to come to work the next day. And every time I looked at her room, it just upset me more. And I don't know why, but it just, like, it hit me. And I was just like, I can't take this. I cannot take this. And I was freaking out that whole day. I was, like, contemplating if I should quit. If I, like, I was like, this isn't for me. I, I'm not, I don't want to be a nurse, which I'm not, I'm not on the nursing track anymore. But I was like, this is too much. Like, I can't. And, um, yeah, when the, my patient was telling me that she was patting on my shoulder, I think she was telling, like, in her way, she was saying, like, it's okay, like, um, you know, like, you did the best for me, blah, 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 but he said she wasn't saying anything, but I think it was just her way of, I don't know, calming me down or something, because I was freaking out, 
But after I had that uh, interaction with my patient and he told me that, it made me really sad. But I had this, like... Almost relief? Yeah. Like, I was like, I can handle this. I can handle this. And when I had my... Because I unfortunately did have, like, four other pe patients die. Um, the one that was the worst was the one before I left the hospital. Because I, I really loved him and I was actually getting him ready to go to rehab nursing facility with his wife and he just wanted to take a little nap while I went to go get his um, extra supplies and stuff and I came back and he looked dead and his wife was sitting on the couch she goes man he's never sleep that hard like I just got done bathing him I lotioned him I gave him a little back massage I rubbed his feet like he was ready to go like I gave him love and he went to sleep and he didn't wake up and that was like like that was another hard one but I will say after my first patient's death um after it hit me I was able to handle the three that happened after it was still like really it was still it was heavy but yeah it was bad. still heavy but I knew what to do I felt more confident and I didn't let like I was still you really sad on. but I, I I didn't freak out or anything and I didn't let it hit me as hard I not not that I got tough or whatever, but you learned to. Cope. I felt yeah, I felt like okay, I'm grown, I'm grown, <laughs> I'm a grown woman now. Um, I can handle this. I'm not gonna freak out. I'm gonna be there for my patients, family members, and even my patients after their death, because I would I would take care of them, get them clean, and we get them really pretty. And then the patients, uh, family members would come and view them one last time before we took them to our morgue spot in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So. I was able to be there for their transition afterlife and transition into the afterlife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was really nice to hear my patient tell me that, you know, she was there like in her own way, comforting me, but I haven't had, that was my only one. I haven't had like, for me, like, um, a really a big scare. The only other thing I've seen is um, if when I work night shifts, usually when I work night shifts, I don't see anything during the day, but I swear I would see someone at the end of the hall that wasn't there, or I'd be walking um, down the hallway and I just hear someone going, Christina, and I'd be like, who is calling me? And, every, and it was only at Brackenridge and every, all the nurses would be like, no, no one's calling you. And I was like, someone just yelled my name next to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm like, y'all need to stop playing with me. So I think it was, um, like maybe a, uh, another kid or cause they were really playful or something like trying to get my attention, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I never really dove deep into those moments. I know that, um, like you didn't look into it anymore. Yeah. Or like you latched to it. Like yeah. you're like, what is that? Like you were looking for it again. Like you're like, okay, move on. I know. I was just like, whatever. But I mean, if I... I can't even remember if I had something bad happen that day or if me stopping because of that voice stopped me from doing something else. I never really gave it much thought. I was just like, this is normal. <laughs> That's so interesting that you said that because my sister, um, Lisa, when she was asking me, she's like, I've never had a paranormal experience and you've had a few. 
She's like, it's so weird. And then I deduced it back in the day. I was like, Loki, I think it's mostly because your life is so fast track. Like you're moving, 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 moving. Like you got to do this. I got to do this. I got to care for this. I got to care for this. I got to go do this. And it's like, you don't have that time to stop and notice your environment around you. Like these little things like that. Or you'll even like, you'll, you'll think you saw something, but you're like, nope, I don't got the time. Exactly. Cause I, I, I had that yesterday. Um, I was outside and I swore I heard like, um, whispering and chit chatting in the corner. Um, but not in my trailer, like in the, the woods. Cause I was walking my dog and I, we went a little bit further. Mm-hmm. She wanted to poop, but she doesn't like pooping near the thing. So, and I was like, like that. And I was just like, nope, you ready? We gotta go back. I'm tired. I'm still gonna write my story. Let's go. And I like take my dog. But if it was like me back then, I'd be like, oh my God, what was that? Let me turn my light on on my phone. I gotta go look. And that's how you get killed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, because I know it wasn't anyone out there, because you know I live in the middle of Buffalo nowhere. nowhere. So <laughs> I, know, I know I say that a lot. <laughs> I can't help it. I That's will say though, some neighbor came and I don't really can't really hear them, but they be blasting their um, music like radio, but um, and they go for the the Mex like the Hispanic channels, mm-hmm. but. They're not, like, tuning it right, so it's, like, very staticky, and I just want to yell, like, can you at least fix your music if you're going to blast it? I'd rather actually hear the song. Instead I'll do like, the cha-cha-cha, <laughs> but I ain't going to go do the cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> like, come on, people. <laughs> I can't techno dance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but man. other than that, um, but I'd rather hear that than they're yelling, because the last two nights they've been, I don't know if it's a couple or something, but they've been, like, badly fighting, which then that made me think, like, Ooh, what if, like, one of them ends up murdering the other? I'm totally covering that case. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so I love this collab that we did. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be cute, and I'm so glad you wanted to do it, too. Because <laughs> I and was when like... you told me, I was like... Because at first I was like, oh, maybe I'll talk about this, maybe I'll talk about that, and then you messaged me, and I was like... Let's do it. I'll find some people. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because I'm like, I don't know what I want to talk about. Then I was like, I could do like nurse hospital stories. Because I feel like the last episode that we did, we were kind of like all over the place, the spectrum. So yeah, I was like, let's was bring it, it uh, together. What was it? Um, With Greg. Aliens, uh, pirates, and um, what did I do? Mothers. Mothers. I was like, what was my story on? Greg was saying that would have been a great Valentine's episode. Or Valentine's Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. I was thinking about that, too. So what I was thinking was on Father's Day, I'll do, like, fathers, like I did the mothers. And then um, I was actually thinking on Mother's Day of doing the um, Gypsy, the Gypsy <gasps> Rose case. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Mm. Yeah. I hope I'm getting her last name right, Blanchard. Like, Blanche. Like, Gypsy Rose Blanche or something. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll learn about it on Mother's Day. We'll find out. <laughs> in May, right? Tune back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Should we tell them what we've done? Because they probably already heard it. What? Our intro. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we're trying something new. <laughs> Let us know how you feel about it. I don't know. We're still trying to figure out how we're going to feel about it. But on this episode when it releases, more than likely we'll have an intro and an outro. Now, it's not necessarily your typical music or something like that. It's more so of a, we're bringing you into a scene or of a movie or something. 
Is it gonna be like the same all the time? Or we're just gonna do like random stuff all the time. I think it's gonna be the same thing consistently, unless you want to do something different every time. I don't know. We'll look into it. We're learning, guys. This is a fun thing. Cause one thing I hate about podcasts a lot of the time, they get too stuck into something that you're kind of like, okay, we know what's gonna happen. Skip next. So I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Um, one thing I do want to start was cause very much me, I'm very much of a, I guess you'd say a dreamer or something like that of a person. So I'm always like on the next thing. Or like a, um, you're very innovative. Like, um, you don't like to stay stagnant. You like to, to push forward. You mm-hmm. like to try new things. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very much outgoing. that. So, um, in an know. introverted body. <laughs> yeah. In an introverted body, which is so weird, but, um. <laughs> great. <laughs> that sounds like a great recipe. No, it's a very um conflicting recipe. Um anyways, I was going to say um I'd love to start filming short films. That'd oh, yeah, that'd so be great. cute. I've well, we, been... I want to just get onto YouTube. So, we have to make time to Oh no, really... like a separate project entirely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool. I've always wanted to do that. And this is like me testing the waters. That'd be cool. So when yeah, you like, like, let, like let, let us know what you think. Like, let, it, let us know how we're doing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Send us an email, deeperinthedark at gmail.com. Yeah, and send in your stories, because I would have loved to have done your guys' stories instead of somebody else's stories from another website, but Call whatever. Reddit. <laughs> <sighs> and the gypsy nurse. But anyways, well, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you guys. Don't forget to like, share, follow, all that great stuff to all of our platforms, which we'll have listed. Down below in the description. Yeah. And then overall, don't forget to check out our website, www.deeperintothedark.com, because I'm paying for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you are. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Tell us how this sign-off goes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. You scared me so bad. I know. I'm so sorry. You scared me, too. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just uh, just my shoulder. It's fine. How are you, how's your tit? Um, just fine. I can't feel anything. If you hit them or whatever. What about you? How are yours? Ugh. Still not there. Oh, damn. <laughs> Did you find anything? Oh my god, I found so much. Look! Oh, wait. Is that silver, diamond, and pearl? Okay, stop looking. <laughs> hey, sharing is caring, Christina. Oh my god. No. Did you fucking steal? Of course, bitch. I'm broke. I live in an RV. I need this. True. Ugh. But I did find a lot of other stuff. Oh, me too. I can't wait for our listeners to hear. I know. We have to come next week. Oh, yeah. We do got to come back next week. We didn't get that back room right. I know. We need to go deeper into the dark. What the fuck was that? that? We got to go. Fuck.